We are Stephen and Jill. Together, we've been buying and reselling land since the 90s. Our data-centric approach leaves our buyers asking, how can you sell it so cheap? Here on the Land Academy Show, we answer that and more. Stephen Jill here. Hi. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining real estate investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from the Valley of the Sun. Today, Jill and I talk about undoing preconceived real estate habits and notions. So this makes me think of this clubhouse talk, uh, this room I was in earlier today. It was a real estate group and it was kind of um, multifamily, uh, you know, apartments and things like that they were talking about. So the conversation part of the way through, like halfway through shifted to not talking about that at all, like the nuts and bolts, but talking about the mindset of a person coming into this environment. And it was so interesting to me because, you know, it's that part doesn't change. And it's, and the whole point of their, what this person was saying was, why do you, why do you not trust someone who has experience? They, usually a mentor doesn't say, hey, you want me to mentor you? Usually you go to them and say, will you please mentor me? And you're doing that because you recognize that they have experience and they've made a lot of mistakes. And by not trusting them and uh, hold on a moment, this is all, this all relates, trusting their experience and their way of doing things and getting out of your own head is nuts because that mentor is going to probably shave years off your learning curve. So that's what this whole topic is for me today. And I really want to, you know, dive into this, that why people have a hard time dropping the, their habits and things when someone's right there saying, I've got 16,000 reasons why I do it this way. This, what you're saying specifically and this topic absolutely baffles me. Right. I, and Jill and I talk about this often, uh, not often, once a week, usually when we're prepping for a show like this or when something strange happens in the Land Academy group or there's a slew of questions in Discord or uh, when we have the opportunity in a real positive way to get uh, immediate and direct feedback, audio and video feedback on career path. And mm -hmm. we're on what, we're in the middle of career path right mm -hmm. now. So yeah. we're on, we're on uh, module five mm -hmm. of 10. And it's, it's just shocking to me that how, uh, I don't know if it's generational, I don't, I don't know what it is, but it just shocks me that, that, that people's minds aren't, we're saying the same thing, just aren't open to listening to somebody that's got decades of experience and fighting it. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about it. You know, here, oh, yeah. We, we're, yeah. Oh, this is the start of the show. Yeah. <laughs> before we get into it, <laughs> before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the landinvestors.com online community. It's free. And please don't forget to subscribe on the Land Academy YouTube channel and comment on the shows you like. Sarah. Oh, by wrote. the way, if you don't like this, which I completely understand, don't subscribe. <laughs> We take, All right. we take please, pride. Please subscribe or not subscribe, <laughs> however you see fit. And if you need to hit the off button, we understand. Our okay. subscribers, we take pride in the fact that our subscribers are into it. Yeah. And we actually, when we communicate with our subscribers, not, not just on YouTube, everywhere, yeah. they respond really well. There we go. Sarah wrote, I have someone who wants to sell a property with some liens on it, but she doesn't know how much they are. Oh, I can relate to that. <laughs> Who does know exactly? This is a perfect That's like, qu question for you. Could you imagine like, I know exactly what I owe. Really? Okay. 
With the resources that we have here, is there a way to check for liens? I've only closed for attorneys, so I don't know how to do my own title search. Well, you just answered your question. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Is there a super easy, 100% specific way to check on liens for properties that are up to the minute? No. There's all kinds of ways that in the the uh, tools that we provide with Title Pro, and uh, that you know you can get there. You can find out if there's liens on a right. property pretty quickly. You have a lot of the tools that do a lot of the work, but I have to I have to point out something funny, Sarah here, because because what he says is true, and here's how you know it. Read any title insurance policy. If you go through and read what an attorney, you know, and escrow get when they do title insurance, and you really read those documents, they will say in there, we only insure and stand behind the liens and the things that we found. Anything we can't find, we don't guarantee. That defies logic. That right? defies logic and the very concept of insurance. Uh-huh. Like, wait a minute. So I'm paying for title insurance for only the four things you found. There could be two more you didn't find. Yep, that's correct. So why are they motivated to list what's in there? They're exactly. not. Exactly. It is kind of funny. Don't get me started on I title know, insurance. I know. I don't want to go there. But my point is, I want to say, people go, well, wait a minute. What do you mean? That's what title insurance is. That's the guarantee. No. Kind of. But not. it's not perfect. So... So if you really want to have a good giggle one day, read your next title insurance policy, you're going to be like, what? If you're young and you're looking to be a billionaire <laughs> and you have a lot of energy and patience and you're a smart person, start, start down the title path, company. Start down the path of not an escrow company, a title plant company that feeds title plant information to escrow. Uh, it's a perfect time to do that in your life, in the world. When you don't have any other big all assets. all this information. <laughs> Actually, I'm doing a, a presentation later today on the, the state of real estate information and mm -hmm. how amazing it is right now. Right. Can you imagine just doing a title policy, do about 20 seconds of work, issue a $500 title policy right. on every single deal that closes? Right. Billions, but, billions but of dollars. A lot of it too, Sarah. I'm, I'm assuming you're in, you're in uh, Land Academy. If you are, you have access to Data Tree and those other things. When you go into the advanced search area, you can find a lot of this stuff. You can find out mortgage documents. You can look at the mortgage documents. It's really interesting. So you can get a cursory look at it when you, even in uh, NeighborScoop.com, sometimes on the left-hand side, when you scroll down, you'll see if there's a mortgage that was uh, associated with the property. It's usually like one big thing, like a mortgage will be on neighbor scoop. So that clues you in right there. But then you can go into the other way, ways and you can do a, a deeper dive. Uh, and I've used that information and I actually, it never really saves me money, but I always try to help out my title company when I uncover that. I kind of say, here's what I already found to get you going. I mean, the reason I chose your question, and it's a very good one, mm -hmm. is that at the end, you, you said, I've only ever closed through attorneys, so I don't know how to do my own title search. Well, attorneys largely are easier to work with than title agents. And, uh, and if this is yes. in a state where you've already worked with an attorney, you're a five-second phone call away from saying, hey, can you check this liens out on uh, this property? That we're trying to put a deal together, and I need now they probably won't even charge you. That's true. And or, hey, give me a break on the rate. Can uh, I know we just paid 1100 What's the rate I can get? I got three more I'm going to throw at you. Used to be forever, and yeah. I'll, I'll close the topic on this. Used forever. It used to be that title companies and lawyers had access to the tools that mm -hmm. regular people don't have access to, or they spoke, speak the language at the county 
specifically with title plant companies, spoke the uh, language at the county to the point where they could walk in and, and get records and pull deeds and, and they're smart enough to just know what they're looking at. It's all a matter of public information. If you've ever walked into a county clerk's office and you see four or five or eight people horsing around and having fun on a big conference room table over there and they're laughing with each other, those are title people that work for title companies. They're different work for, and they're not all from one company. They're all, they all know each other because they work together doing title research to, for escrow agents to close mostly uh, housing house deals. And so that's all it is. It's just research. Now it's all online. And literally we are about to have as just people walking around the planet, like Jill and I, or you access to all this information for a very small amount of money for the last several years, it's been a race for the four or five title companies in the country to get this stuff digitized and sell it. Thank you. Great sir. time to be in, in real estate. Lawyers have had exclusive access to a product called LexisNexis which you now can get if you know what you're doing. Thank you, sir. That was that, was that like a was, was like it a ranty? what was that a promotion? Was for? it too ranty? I don't know. No, it's, I'm it not like selling a dad. That was a dad speech. Oh, I don't want to do fine. that. That's all right. It's too late now. <laughs> Why got, don't you stop me? We all got the dads. I was trying, oh, but it was. You know is, what? There's my there version really of Jill. It wasn't an appropriate time to interrupt. This is what Jill would do. Uh, Jill, Thanks, Jill would watch me going headlong into a wall, running. And there's a wall right there. And I'm smiling, saying, Jill, look at me, look at me. And she'll wait until I smash into the wall and say, yep, I knew you were going to smash into the wall. Well, you know what? I just want, for my personal enjoyment, I want to see you fail. I just didn't. Honestly, I was looking for a break in the topic, and there was no pause for breath. So I just had to let you go. You know why? Because I'm excited. I'm excited that we're going to have access so, to all this data. Do you know what? See, the, back to your wall scenario, you were <laughs> you were already at 55 miles an hour, head down, full motion. If I stopped you in that, it would have been worse than letting you just hit the wall. All right. <laughs> Today's topic, undoing preconceived real estate habits and notions. This is the meat of the show. People come to Land Academy yep. from all corners of the real estate environment. Some are real estate recovering real estate agents. Some are people that just want to make a bunch of money. Some are recovering stock people, uh, you know, day traders. A lot of former business owners where they've sold their companies and now they want to do something that they can make a ton of money at that's not as complicated. Some are retired and had other full-on yeah. careers. and just, Some are just brand spanking new. Yeah. But everyone has come to us with these preconceived real estate notions. Like we watched, all of us watched our parents either rent forever or buy and sell a house or... Or we have a friend who's a real estate agent who's successful or not successful. Or just somebody so we, on social media they follow, they think that that's the way. So we accumulate all this information yeah. and almost all of it's wrong. Well, not, okay. I don't think almost all of it, but almost I mean, there's a lot. Okay. Here's what's right. Here's what you, they do come to us, which is correct. You can buy a piece of property and sell it for more. How you do that is all over the map. Right. My my point today is I get it. It's hard. So based on what you just said, I believe, you know, it's true. We all have some view of how how's that guy over there making a bunch of money? And he says, I just do this, this and this. Well, there's always more to it, first of all. Um, so and and you may not be picking up on the right stuff, too, by the way. You take that unless I really sit down and show you and spend the time and put it into it you might be assuming incorrectly. So like I said, I get it. 
whatever, however you learned how to do fill in the blank, you know, and you have somebody else that says there's a better way. Um, it's hard sometimes to change gears um, and change your mindset and be open to it. I want our best land academy members are the ones that come to us that either have an open mind, a or b they don't know much about it because they're sponges. You need to be a sponge. And my second end point for today is why would you not trust someone who has so much experience and decades? has thousands and thousands more deals done than you have. Because you have a personality disorder. Well, I'm getting there. And then B, years and years of experience. Because all you're going to do, then otherwise I'd say, why do you even bother? That's what I think. Because you're either going to use that person and they're going to shave yep. years off your learning Absolutely curve. Absolutely agree. And that was the thing that, that was the, the comment the guy made today that I I couldn't unmute fast enough. It wasn't like I, I wasn't able, then I had to go. I was going to jump in and chime in and say, thank you for saying that. I hope you all heard that in this room. Mentors are going to shave years off your learning curve yep. if you let them. If you choose the right ones. Right. You choose the right ones and you let them and That's you right, listen. So you have to vet them. Yep. That's the thing too. That's not what this is about today, but you got to vet your mentors. Make sure they have the experience. Make sure they're doing what you yep. want to do. Make sure you connect with them. Mm -hmm. And you understand them. And once you get past that stuff, you're like, all right, now I did all my research. I talked to people in the community. I, I got my head mm -hmm. around how it goes, sort of. Now I need to be a sponge. I need to take all this stuff in my head, push it aside, no matter what they say and how that, you know, and be ready for it. You got to know you're going to go, what the heck? You want me to do What? You need to be able to be a sponge and go, all right, it doesn't make sense, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to trust because I've got well, 500 or however many people that just said, yeah, I did it. You just uh, nailed it. It's trust. Yeah. You either trust the environment or uh, and the credibility and the delivery yeah. of the people that you're trying to learn from or you don't. I mean, right. we can all relate to this from school. Yeah. You know, there's some teachers that you just got along smashingly with and there it's are true. teachers that that really want you to succeed. There, there are some people in, in the education f profession that are get up in the morning and they're there to make sure that, especially in high school, you know. Make to, kids smarter and push you forward. And make sure that their college make applications- out of you. College applications are correct. And, and hey, this school might be good. You know, take a personal interest in-, in uh, It's true. Success, their student success. I'd like to think Jill and I do that. So- it's hard I, to teach somebody. I'm here. We're here for the right reasons. <laughs> it's very hard to teach somebody yeah. who's uh, doesn't want to be taught. And I, and I learned this as a uh, when our kids were little, as a soccer coach, when the kids are 10, 8, 10 years old, there's kids who are coachable, and then there's kids that will never be coachable. <laughs> and it's not, it has <laughs> nothing to do with being, I just think you're born that way. You, know, you, you either show up for stuff or you don't. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I did, I coached little soccer when they were really, really little before they're like, all right, now you're becoming a, a boy here. Like I'm not, now you need more than just mom out on the field. But when they're really little, like kindergarten, first grade, second grade, I did it. And it was a blast. And I'm just thinking right now, there was a little girl named Grace, little Gracie. <laughs> and my, my only goal with her was to keep her on the field because yep. she would chase every butterfly that came along. And I'm like, that might be her personality. She sure. might still be sure, that's, in life. Oh, I guarantee she's it. She's probably in life. Dear Gracie, chasing butterflies. And think who knows about, what she's doing. Think about our kids. They're <laughs> exactly how they were when they're yeah. one day old. Yeah. <laughs> we think we can 
parent these kids and help them and raise them. And, but the fact is 90% of it's already set in, in motion when they come, when yeah. they're here. Actually, my second thing was keep her on her feet. She would sit down <laughs> or she'd be off the field. It was one of the two. Oh, God. It was the greatest thing. I'll never forget my first year. I'll stop. But when I when I sat down and I came into this like, like I'm teaching uh, FIFA. <laughs> All you did was yeah. books and uh, ordinary things. I came at this with diagrams. <laughs> That's and I'm like no. trying to teach kindergartners. Oh, my gosh. Forward. No. Back, it's just exercise at that the point. Positions. I, you just you know, tire them out and put okay, them You're the, the striker. And they're like, what the heck is that? Like, did hey, you really? I did. I started out like that. And I, I quickly realized this is not going to work. <laughs> it was funny. All right. Back okay. to the topic yeah. so we can close this out. Here's a bunch of things that are pure fiction in real estate. Right. You can't make money with land. I, if I have a you nickel. You can't. What are you saying? Can't. I, you know, if I about? had a nickel oh, that's for every time someone, said, someone that. said that. Oh. Just let me, give me a second here, Well, okay? you set it up like I'm like, I. you mean this is someone's wrong notion. Here, let me try to do it so Jill's satisfied. Thank you. I didn't understand. The listeners know, but we're, we're not satisfied, Jill. Here. Thank you very much. Here's a list of several things that are pure fiction. Okay. That I've that I've heard throughout my and we still are dealing with with uh, Land Academy members who are frustrated. Mm -hmm. They're frustrated because they're not listening to us. They're bringing in all this other stuff. Uh, some from, a lot of times from other uh, land education environments. If I had a nickel for every time I heard someone say, "You can't make money on land. It doesn't fit the the bill." Regular real estate people want two things: they want cash flow, and they want a self-building balance sheet. So the property goes up in value while I'm leasing it out. All I had to do was buy it and rent it. And, and that, everybody comes to that with us from, and that is not our business model. Our business model is more data-driven than that and less real estate, more data. Send out a ton of offers, buy property that's under value and just resell it over and over and over again. Uh, and a direct correlation to how much mail you send out and how many deals you do and process those deals. It's incredibly simple. That, so I, we say that statement over and over again, and I can say that to four people sitting in front of me. And the first person, the right person uh, who understands data and who's listening and who has probably listened all throughout school is gonna say, tell me more. How do we do this? This is very intriguing. Person number two is gonna say, well, I have three rental houses. How does that, I don't understand that. Number three, they don't understand any of this at all. And they've chosen down, down this path for whatever reason, and I'm not sure. They usually don't make it. And the fourth person, which is my, uh, which is a mess. And I ask our, our constantly ask our, our team who vets the people that join Land Academy is like a narcissist where they're, they're there to disrupt the, they have no real intention at all of buying and selling land. Their intention is to disrupt everything and question everything. And, you know, they're the person in the class that sits in the back and just causes problems. Did you have more, more examples or is it just had one big Ex one? Examples about uh, real estate. I mean, the, the hardest one to undo, it's actually probably, usually it's not possible, is a real estate mentality where they're representing somebody in a transaction and taking money when it's done. They have no real risk in it. Mm -hmm. So they have 10 of these deals going on. Five of them close, they get a fee, and then they keep moving on. They get a, a new hair color and maybe a late, later model sedan, 
and then just move on instead of actually having a vested interest in the deal, uh, like an investor uh, or a dealer. Got it. That, that's really, really hard to undo because I think people are wired that way. If you need access to any sort of ownership or property details, including owner phone numbers and FEMA flood map overlays, please check out parcelfact.com or neighborscoop.com, created by investors, that's us, for investors like you. Happy you could join us today. Five days a week, you can find us here on the Land Academy Show. Tomorrow, the episode on the Land Academy Show is called Buyer Management. How you manage your buyers in this hot market. You are not alone in the, uh, your real estate ambition. Turned it into a little bit of a rant there. That's okay. I understand. Hey, and thanks for tuning in. We hope you find our content valuable and we do appreciate your support. If you haven't already, of course, check out that YouTube channel and hit our subscribe button. We, we are Stephen Jill. Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property.